0: Hello, welcome to The Big Scuba Show.
1: Uh, hi, uh, my name is Gary Dallas from Simply Side Mountain Simply Tech. Um, I'm here with Ian and Gemma on The Big Scuba Podcast, uh, talking about things that make you go, hmm, what, well, hmm, well, ah.
0: So here we Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Big Scuba Podcast. This is episode 61, and my name is Ian, and I am talking to you from the lovely world of Bungie on the Norfolk and South Suffolk border, and also with me by the power of Zoom is my illustrious co-host...
2: Gemma in Pakefield.
0: Yes, and, uh, wow. Well, It's a freezing cold day here in the UK. I've got my hood up, but I'm actually getting a bit too hot with this now. So, uh, (laughs) can only do that for so long, Jen.
2: I'm sure it's messed up your
0: hair. I know, my lockdown hair. Um, So, yes, we're in lockdown, and um, yeah, I've got lockdown hair. What's going on? So, welcome back. And uh, yes, you haven't just tuned into some new
2: like
0: the uh, podcast. This is actually that you have do- downloaded it, right? This is actually the Big Scuba podcast. <laughs> and, uh, whew, my word, it's been cold. It's been freezing cold for the last couple of few days. And uh, we've had snow,
2: oh, ice, wind. <laughs> it's just been super chilly.
0: Uh, it certainly has been. It's been absolutely perishing. So, coming up, We've got a little bit of chat about beach cleaning, and we've got a bit of chat about uh, Fourth Element, and also our lovely guest. We've got a guest on this week, and his
2: name is Gary Dallas.
0: Yes, and Gary uh, is a well known diver in the UK and further afield, and uh, he's a team diver for uh, Fourth Element. Mm -hmm. And uh, some people will also know, know him for his hair. No, not his hair. For <laughs> his website and his training, because he goes by the name of Sidemount Bob.
2: Yes, he's quite a distinctive looker.
0: He certainly is. And a uh, lovely guy. And uh, we had an absolute blast uh, talking to him, didn't we? Yes, yeah, good fun. It <laughs> is. And uh, we'll come to that very shortly so um episode 61 i I never know how we get there so fast you
2: know yeah yeah, they have whisked by they certainly
0: have and um this week what have you been up to jen what's been happening
2: well we've been doing fitness keeping up our dive fitness every morning together on zoom so we've been doing crossfit Mm -hmm. um all sorts of things lots of burpees star jumps step ups lots of things with dumbbells you're
0: a big fan of burpees aren't you i love burpees and i can you know i can never get enough burpees and i uh, just feel my heart rate going up and up and up yeah you get and you get up you get down you get up you get down you get up and you get down again you get up again
2: yeah i
0: know but yeah. it was a new level this time because we did how many star jumps today
2: 750
0: <laughs> you know if you're listening uh do you you know do you love star jumps the same <laughs> you love doing burpees you know and uh, yeah and we're uh, all seriously you know uh our, f- our good friends over at CrossFit Great Yarmouth you know they keep us going they keep us motivated and Em is there and she going come on
2: yep. nice smile on her face thinking she's gonna like obliterate us yeah
0: and uh, so does Phil and uh, that's really good and um you know it certainly helps us keep them going so let us know how you are managing to keep fit during the this whole lockdown hopefully we ain't got too much longer to go and we'll be mm-hmm. allowed to get out there again um which would be nice wouldn't it yes yeah and um,
2: yeah hopefully we'll be you know at a reasonable fitness level when we go back to the gym and back to diving
0: yeah so dive fit hashtag dive fit and um you know, let us know how you are keeping fit. That'd be really good. And uh, maybe you've got a, a, a different method which works for you. Let us yeah. know. that'd yeah. be really. Good. Um, I've also been working and busy with snow clearing and making snowmen. We so me and well, Scoob. Is he still alive? He is. He's doing all right. And uh, we actually had a nice because um, we we couldn't find a scarf, so we wanted to make. A snowman, which is bigger than scuba honey. And uh, we got to the point where we actually just couldn't push it. You know, and you put there's so much. They, how do snowflakes become to the point where they're that heavy you can't?
2: I know, it's water.
0: I know, it's amazing. And uh anyway, so done that. And I used uh, a my zone belt as a scarf because I, I don't know, I actually own a scarf. Well, it was your big scarf.
2: <laughs> yes. Got a huge scarf. <laughs> that would have been just right, Mr Snowman.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, MyZone uh, gave us a like and uh, replied, which is really good, because I, I tagged him in my Instagram comment. yeah. So,
2: yeah. so look up MyZone, because it's a great way to monitor your fitness and your heart rate. It's good. It is.
0: Yeah. That's good. So uh, so we've had a good time with that. And Mr Snowman, i have put a picture up on... Um, on Big Scuba of our snowman, but he's looking a bit worse for wear, I think. <laughs> he's a week old and hasn't worn that well in these uh, eastern winds that we've got. A bit
2: tired. <laughs> uh,
0: we've got no back phone messages this week. Uh, so let us know what's going on. You know, we are always after your comments and feedback, and uh, let us know how well you got the back phone there. You know what the number is. Uh, we'll share it. It's always on the show notes. And uh, let us know if you are, uh, maybe you're swimming or doing something. You know, there's people around the world who are still diving. I think there is a few people in the UK who are who have been in the water. Since. Yes,
2: yeah. But there's plenty of people doing cold water swimming. So, you know, if you're doing that, tell us all about it, how you're finding it.
0: Yeah, and we will we will play it on the show. It's always really good. Um, so keep us informed. That's good. Okay. um Also, just wanted to say as well, if you do want contact to contact the show, uh, uh, email is always good as well. We always, you know, um, always good for that. And um I was going to say send a letter, but we're a bit moved on from that these days, aren't we? Yeah.
2: I think yeah. We've got social media. We've got Twitter. You can direct messages, Facebook, Instagram, all direct message, or even send us a voicemail. On, messenger yep. or instagram direct message
0: and have you subscribed to the big scuba youtube channel because um, we are always after subscribers and uh, it does help us grow help spread the message and uh, spread the word doesn't yeah. it
2: yeah maybe we'll putting some more videos up of us
0: yeah well the gary dallas uh, the gary dallas one will be going on youtube in a couple of weeks and also we've got I've just done a short video of our chat with the boys from uh, Mind Clearance.
2: Yeah,
0: That'll be going on probably later today, if not later on this week. So uh, look out for that. It's just a few minutes, and that's the one where they get their pants out. Yeah,
2: so it's <laughs> worth watching.
0: <laughs> get their lucky pants out.
2: <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Who
0: knew that when you go to pick clear some minds, you've got to make sure you've got your lucky pants on. It can only help, can't it? Well, there might be some divers out there that have their lucky pants on all the time. When they start to shave, you know, you kind of you, it could be important. You've got to make sure you've got them right. Got
2: to get the right
0: pants on for the right. I okay. Right. Okay. So let's talk about Gary Dallas. Let's talk about fourth element. Um, you know, so Gary Dallas, as we said, is a team diver um, for fourth element, and we uh, are. Dealers for fourth element, we are. It'd be really good to kind of group celebrate us being a, de- a dealer for fourth element and also Gary being so involved with them. So we thought, let's make it a fourth element theme. <laughs> You're in your Hydra suit, yeah. I had my thermals on, I put my dry
2: suit on, so my yeah. hide- my suit, yeah. You were in your thermals tank top, yeah, mm. <laughs> and then. And- you- dallas
0: and Gary yeah. well um he was in how many t-shirts i mean t-
2: i think he probably got through six or seven t-shirt changes in the time that we spoke to him which was just over an hour
0: yeah, he did. so we are Gary doing the strip tees uh, on the on the show which was quite fun yes
2: yeah, so check out the youtube channel
0: <laughs> so that will be coming out on the youtube very soon so look out for Gary doing his strip
2: so yeah, big thank you that he did that it was uh, really good
0: it was, yeah, and that's really good, fun. And the Hydra suits, let's talk about that. Now, you've got... Um,
2: yeah, I've got a Hydra. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: How do you feel about it?
2: Yeah, it's lovely and comfortable. Um, so it's obviously a neoprene suit, so it's crushed down to four millimetres. So it comes yeah. with... Um, it's got a nice, sturdy zip on the back. So it's got yeah. back zip. And then it's got the dump valve automatically... <laughs> I'll take my arms off. (laughs) Right, so, yes, so it's got a dump valve, um, an automatic dump valve, which is a little bit different to yours, isn't it?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's just lovely and comfortable. Um, It allows plenty of movement um, through the water, and it's comfortable, yeah, out of the water as well.
0: Yeah, and I was just looking at the men's one as well, and uh, they are a very nice-looking suit, I have to say. And... um, you know and i was look you know, you've got smart boots go with that that's yeah. all part of the part of the kit and um yeah it's very nice it's got the usual ykk aqua zips um uh, on the back you know and uh, it's a very well made very classy very nice looking suit yes
2: yeah, it's, it's when you look at like me as a new diver you look at people in their dry suits and it all looks like a bit sort of technical but this is quite like low profile it's not got pockets everywhere it's it's you know just nice and neat and yeah from a girl's perspective that's kind of
0: oh yeah yeah you are kind of look good while you you know while you've got and, your here on,
2: don't you yeah and it's not bulky because I thought well, oh, you're just going to look like you have bulky legs but it's quite slim fitting so it's yeah, yeah it does have a nice feel about it and
0: It does, and I definitely recommend it. And if you are looking around for a dry suit, you know, look on our show notes and there'll be links to that, to uh, how you can buy yours from Fourth Element.
2: Yeah, and there's all various sizing options. I went through a couple just to get the sizing right. So have a look at the sizing charts in Fourth Element. Yeah, do a great job with the sizing um, just to make sure you get the right fit.
0: Well, it is, that is important. You know, you've got to have um, the right size, you, especially like around the neck suit, don't make that too tight. Uh, same with the, the um, cuffs. Yeah, you know.
2: leg, leg, inside leg as well, because obviously, yeah, that's quite a difference. And obviously.
0: same time with too big suit, you know, that can be mm-hmm. just as bad. I mean, the last thing you want is water coming in down the neck seal, because that's too big. Yeah. You know, especially, uh, uh, I don't know when we're going to be going back, but hopefully, you know, if we are back... Th- diving soon april may time water around in the uk it's gonna be pretty chilly still so uh,
2: just clear. yeah
0: our friends at um, stony cove they've who um, the one of the uk main dive sites um if you listen to us from outside the uk based in the midlands and they've just been sharing this week about how clear the visibility is mm-hmm.
2: yeah looking forward to getting back in the water
0: yeah, yeah, I've got to admit, uh, my uh, dry suit now is being a bit too dry. Now that needs um, mm. needs to get in there, get dirty, and get it get it wet again. I think so. Uh, not long, but now's also a good time um, to be thinking about your uh, regulators, BCD. Um, yeah. Make sure you know everything. Look at them if you haven't looked at them for a while. You know, is the cert, when's the, when's the when's the last time they are serviced.
2: Mm, yeah tax as well yeah because that's
0: always regulators you use your service every year uh when are they last serviced you know you think about getting them in um i know a lot of the dive centers are still closed but you can send them an email let them know that you you know these need to be done and uh don't now's the time be thinking about right what needs to be serviced and what needs to be repaired maybe what needs to be replaced
2: yeah. And we even sp- spoke to Gary about it and, you know, even just putting your gear on at home. So getting all kitted up just so you remember what sequence you put it on, just to refresh your memory.
0: It's a bit weird, you know, because I, I often think that. And I always used to, um, you know, say to somebody, um, you know, you, put your, you kind of put your dive when you haven't been diving for quite a while. And, and that's all right when, if you' if you're in that position where you can go diving nearly every day or mm-hmm. every week it's almost you, you know you, you pack your gear in a certain way and you you know you do everything in a certain process you get which you've kind of ingrained in yourself on how you want to be and how you want to set your kit up and get in that mindset yeah. and when you dive for quite a while all of a sudden you, you, even though you've done hundreds of dives before that first one it's almost like breaking the seal again it's almost like well i've got to get my head back around diving and mm-hmm. you know make sure i've got everything set up as i was because it's so easy sometimes to miss a little step out and then you you because you haven't been dying for several yeah. months you've forgotten that and
2: won't well, make
0: your first dive that yeah, nice water. yeah can, can can give you a bad day so mm-hmm. um yeah yeah, these little things. So
2: yeah, but I think we've said we're even going to get in a pool when before we can get back in the like lakes and whatever, just to have a refresher.
0: Oh, definitely. And um, you know, I I'd say that for anyone who's thinking mm. about going diving, if they haven't dived for quite a while. Uh, and there's you know, if you haven't dived for six months and you're thinking about diving, you know, really you should be looking at me getting a, a reactivate done. Um, so you can speak to a professional to say, right you know, uh can I still do an out of air scenario? uh what do I do on the surface? you know things like that, how do I clear yeah you know, can I still do that and uh you know, and it's worth but if you've got a if your local dive center has got a pool mm. once they become open, it is worthwhile exercise. It's just speaking to them, book an hour in the pool, a couple of hours in the pool. And just and even with a, you know, getting a reactivator I think it reactivates um, paddy reactivator, about twenty quid, thirty quid, something like that. And um, you know, it's worth booking that time and just saying, right, let's just make sure I can still do all the basic steps, all the yeah. pro skills. You know, yeah. It is important because that could save your life or save your buddy's life.
2: Mm. Yeah. So that's a. Good. Do you
0: still fit in your dry suit? You know, lockdown, lockdown is not always key, not A
2: bit lockdown lardy. No, you
0: won't. That's it, you know. And uh, the last thing you want to put is a dry suit on. it seal's trying to do that. It's trying to strangle you around the neck and your face has gone red. So, you know, that can be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs>
2: anyway, yes, so that's a good thing to consider.
0: It certainly is. Now, now is the time. So... Uh, if you are interested in any Fourth Element products, look on our show notes. There'll be a link there for you. Yeah, um, yeah. go to the site and see in order what your, your new dry suit is in that. Yeah.
2: yeah, and Fourth Element have got great customer service. So, yeah, just drop them an email if you've got any questions as well.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Okie dokie. Okay, so should we uh, get Gary on?
2: Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah see what he's got to say to
0: us awesome right and,
2: that's good. <laughs> so yeah i'm in my dry seat you're in your thermals and gary's got his full element t-shirt on <laughs> <laughs> right this is episode 61 with gary dallas he is <laughs> hello <laughs> oh can't hear you can't hear you oh awesome. um, <sighs> there we go
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're there. <laughs> All weirdness. All we. Weird. Oh, you're in a dry suit. Ah,
0: I'm not. I've just got my thermal. So I've got a fourth element.
1: Oh, I've got about. Uh, in fact, half of my. No, probably most of my wardrobe is fourth element stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: if you have you seen
1: me like going that. like this? it's just like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Ooh, how, how it, hey.
0: That's right, Gemma. Just locked up. No,
2: I'm
1: here. Ah, cool, cool, cool. Just gonna make this a little bit bigger. There we go.
0: So you're gonna be doing a few wardrobe uh, changes, are you?
1: Yeah, be like, be like one of these where you
0: go. <laughs> yes, we like that. We like that. Anything like that. <laughs> All right. So um, Gary Dallas, side mount Bob, as you're also known as. Welcome to the Big Scuba <laughs> podcast. Thank you for uh, joining us. You've been diving you know you first tried dives uh 1999 wasn't it? Yeah,
1: 1998
0: 99 yeah. Yeah, so what got you into diving for the first time, you know? What what actually thought what you know what was the thinking behind you actually getting in and having a fir- your first go?
1: I was bored. <laughs> The only stancer is I was bored doing nothing. I was on I was on a holiday, uh, quite away from the, the beach area where we you know normally end up going on holiday and spending more time. Um, in the UK? No, I was away. I was uh, in Cyprus at the time, and um, yeah, I really, believe not my uh, my open water diver on the, um, uh, the, the, the 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 Cyprus wreck the oh. Navia,
2: is
1: it? Sorry. Senavia, is that the one? Senavia, yes. And um, yeah, somewhere to go now. <laughs> I need to go back, to be honest. I, it, I, I've got all these visions about it, but not um, yeah, no real ones now for quite a long time. Anyway, so I um, I ended up spending some time on a pool um, at the top on on the roof of the building. There's a nice pool there, and just sitting there in the sun lounges, soaking up the the uh, vitamin D and um, These guys walked past with with their equipment, went to the water and asked everybody around the sign if they'd fancy getting in the water. And I went to go. And I turned them down. All right. (laughs) But after two hours of uh, absorbing too much of the sun, um, as soon as I saw them next time round, I said, give us a go, quick, get me in it. And so I put this, well, they put the gear on me. And I just got in this water. It was only about a meter high, and it was, like, it was no bigger than um, than a box room. And um, it was for kids, right? And I just led down on the floor, looking at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was that was the one thing that really got me about diving—being able to breathe. Because it, I was I was never the best swimmer in the world. I could swim, but uh, never the best, and. And for me, the awkwardness about being in the sea was being able to um, feel a bit more safer um, because I'm, I'm quite, um, I'm, I'm six foot five and there's not that much fat on me, although COVID helped a little bit. Um, but I'm, I've got very heavy bones and I sink. <laughs> and I really need a wetsuit. And even with a wetsuit, I've got a tread water. So um, yeah, a lot, I work hard for it. Uh, so if you take the wetsuit away and just give me a pair of box of yours, I am sinking with a full breath, treading water, I'm still wow. sinking. So for me, snorkeling on the surface was never that, That um, it's never really gonna happen unless I had a wetsuit on. So often enough, I avoided being in the sea for that reason. Yeah. Of, of Of all that. I'm just so heavy. If I stopped swimming, treading water, I sank. <laughs> so now you put a regulator in my mouth with a source of gas, I can now breathe underwater. And that then drew me straight away to the to the ocean. Yeah, I bet.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's good because you would think if you were sinking like a stone, you'd be terrified of yes or going underwater. Mm. We don't normally sit in our dry seats, not
1: thermal. <laughs> <laughs> <just> like... <laughs> well, Who? Yeah, so yes. I, I managed to wangle this one, but as you can see, it's it's making me look like I've got big guns, but I haven't really. <laughs> Dive
2: like
1: what? Dive like?
2: A girl. Okay. I've seen Jill Hyder in that
1: one. Not in this one, I'm sure. (laughs) We'll get this one off really quick. It's a bit tight. (laughs) It's a little bit tight. Yes, it didn't really have the size to fit me. So... (laughs)
2: Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So how did your journey then go from doing a tri-dive through to sort of taking things a, a bit further? Did it did you just progress and go through the sort of motions of qualifications? Um,
1: once, once I eventually became qualified, um, <clears throat> which is kind of straight away because once I once I got the the um the theme, that was it. I, I wanted to do it. And um so I, I then Bought my equipment, bought a lot of gear, and uh, started diving, and just kept diving and diving and diving and diving. And the worst thing in the world was that I was self-employed and I, I had my own business, so I didn't really do much of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get work gets in the way. Yeah, well, it didn't really, because my boss was quite nice to me. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> so I spent quite a lot of time. In fact, um, for the next two years, I just spent the time just diving. It was just me in a wetsuit and the and tanks and, and that was it and just kept doing it that way. So what was your job? I'm a mechanic by trade. Oh
0: yeah, All right. okay.
1: I'm an MOT tester, painter, uh, so I, I used to do insurance work on um, motorbikes and cars and um, <sighs> motorbikes people really like their motorbikes, they can, but you can't yeah. really not get away with doing a bad paint job on, on motorbikes so yeah. Um, yeah. MOT, um, sir. Uh, I used to work for TVR Did um, you? Yeah. yeah. tvr Blackpool.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Nice. Those wonderful sports cars. Yeah. yeah.
2: So with your then... diving, were you sort of doing it around the UK, or were you travelling abroad?
1: Um, I did do some diving abroad, yes, uh, and and it was it was very limited, really. But um, most of it was just getting practice in, and, and for me, it was more about being able to see the fish in front of me and think why can't I be like the fish why can't I just sit there and stop and not move right so I then spent a couple of years trying to work out how to do that um and 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 I was diving in cold water in a 5 wet sink <laughs> um because I did dive all year round it wasn't a week I didn't dive um and then uh, I just kind of Went from wetsuit to thinking, I've, I've had enough now, I need to get in a dry suit. So mm-hmm. I got my first dry suit and uh, got my uh, fourth arm under gear and started diving and doing it all in a dry suit. And then actually relearning again how to do it all. But I just spent two years working out how to do it perfectly and then doing it all in a dry suit again.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Gemma nearly got stuck in a jumper this morning, didn't you, Jem?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bit of a tangle.
0: We we work out together via Zoom and uh, all I saw was Gemma fighting, trying to get this jumper over her head and <laughs> just getting stuck with this jumper on her head.
2: <laughs> I'm not the best person having stuff over my head, even getting like, I've had like trials getting this on and off with me and trying to tuck it on.
1: You're doing well, you're doing well for sure.
2: Yeah, well, finally got it on, yeah. It's
1: getting easier it's
0: getting easier. Okay. Cool. So what I was going to ask was is that you've gone up the um the qualification levels in diving you're an in, uh in rebreath- uh, rebreathers technical diving um recreational diving cave diving as well yeah and you know are you still progressing or is that are you happy where you are now? Um
1: guess i hope i'm never happy <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to be just happy i i, I, I always need something to keep going at. yeah um, uh, and yeah and yes uh, i mean i'm actually an instructor trainer uh, and an examiner for radio UK malta um but in, instructor training on pretty much everything except ccr cave
0: right
1: so uh, that's actually my goal for um, my next goal whether yeah. it happens this year or next year, um, CCR cave instructor. That's uh, that's where I want to be.
0: So do you ever go for just a just a dive? You know, with, a say like a single open circuit tank on and just go for a dive, or you know, yeah. or yeah, you still do. Good. So I <laughs> know you know you do your side mount diving
1: quite quite a lot, obviously. Yeah, um, I, I dive side mounts predominantly most of the time. Um, for um, I, I also own a twin set and have done for a number of years. In fact, I did all my uh, technical training and instructor training on a twin set. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was basically, I was told, because <laughs> I was originally going to do it in side mount, but I was told the day I arrived on the course, you're not going to do it in side mount. You're going to do it all in a twin set. I said, Well, why didn't you tell me that before? He said, Well, it just, you know, you can do it. That's right. Okay. So I, I, and and basically it was about proving to the world that, you know, I didn't take an easy option because let's face it, doing valve shutdown drills in side mount is easy. Um, The balance you get in side mount is easier. Um, Yeah. And you can also get really good balance in a twin set. And you know, I can prove it to you on, on both. But I do know that when I switch from one to the other, that you feel like you're just being, as soon as you, you put that twin set on your back to like kind of getting those shoulders right, those hips right. And, and and you kind of feel every part of your muscles and your body and your core just adjusting themselves. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, I suppose if I only ever die of a twin set, um, you get very much accustomed to that, but um, it's so much easier inside, like You don't have to do it. You're not balancing yeah. anything on your back. It's not being you're not supporting anything on your back. So um, yeah, from from a side mount point of view, um, putting the tanks on your side instead of on your back is um, is, is quite a, uh, a, an easy thing to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. I was last year going to do the paddy side mount course, and then through the whole lockdown situation, that never really happened. Um, I'm certified to do twin sets, but I've always found because my uh, movement myself is really restrictive to do the shutdowns, I do struggle to reach. I've got short arms as well, which don't. you know and so it's one of the things i do want to learn is actually move on to and, and try side mount. i know quite a few of my friends who dive they are side mounts as well you know
1: yeah and i i, I often find that most of my clients are um are, are twin set divers predominantly and they for one reason or another can't reach their valves. um it could be that um they just don't have that uh, dexterity to to get mm. their, uh, their hand behind their back in the right place. It could be that their tanks aren't set up correctly in the right place. It could be that their dry suit doesn't fit very well. It could be mm. their suit doesn't fit them very well. It could be that T-shirt they, that they put on also doesn't fit them very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, mine does actually, you know, I, I quite like this one. Um, and uh yeah uh, they 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 have tried and tried and tried and and maybe they just in the back of the mind they want to do something so actually you know i don't want to change too much of my equipment but i will change this because it's something i want to do as well and it's a skill Mm. that you can increase and get better at and you're diversifying yeah and with obviously some of
2: our listeners are not divers so can you just sort of quickly give an overview of what sidemount is and maybe why someone would convert to sidemount diving?
1: Yeah. Um, for, for a non-diver, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go diving. You'll never regret it. Yeah. Um, for, for, for the diver, just, just take him off your back and then say, how does that feel? It's a bit like snorkeling, but underwater. Yeah. Free diving underwater because you don't have the tanks on your back anymore. There is that, you're still carrying them, but you're weighted correctly. So that's fine. Mm. Um, but you actually don't feel like you're wearing them. So as a result, it, it feels better. And in trim, and if, if you're in a wetsuit and you're diving aluminium cylinders on holiday, there is nothing better. Really? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's interesting because obviously, as a new diver, you know, I've only got 18 log dives and having that great big tank on your back, and then no, now hearing about side mount and maybe how much more comfy it is, it might be, you know, something that maybe not, it wouldn't put people off so much. Yeah, having that great big weight on your back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, when you don't have it on your back and it's on your side, the other big advantage is that you can actually reach a valve. Yeah. So, so if you've got, I mean, I've had them before in the past, many years ago, when you know your oil decides it's going to um, spit its dummy out, and uh, and then you kind of go, can't do anything. And you yeah, can't exactly. Really. So you know, um, having the, the valve somewhere where you can see what's going on, you can mm. give it a twist or a turn or a tighten or just shut it off and breathe it again and shoot it back on again, and you just you can manipulate it can't do that when it's on your back, behind you. can't see. And, and not many people are, are that qualified to, um, to be able to do it even if they could. So um, anyway, uh, the idea is that it just makes your life easier. And it was designed um, back in the very early 60s um, of the last decade <laughs> that um, it was the most accessible piece of equipment that you could possibly have in the event of, uh, an emergency or a situation, and actually manipulate it enough to get you home.
0: Yeah,
1: and it was a totally redundant piece of equipment because you carried two, um, so it was, it was it was absolutely ideal. Yeah, but the way, where, you know, I know people say there's you know tools for one job and tools for another, um, and even for for your open water divers, I I, I do teach open, open water divers to dive side mount. Right. Okay. From the word go, basically, are open water twenty. So, uh, and Rage is the only company uh, agency that allows anyone to do that. So, right from the get go, you can be inside man.
0: What's the thinking behind that? Because you know, being the only people to allow that, and usually when you teach, you you've all got the same gear on, haven't you? Same kit. You're teaching
1: a, uh, think, in. Think of have- it this way. Think of it this way. Come. Do you ride a motorbike? No, okay. no. All right, good. That's fine. We'll, we'll just do it. I'd probably
0: kill myself if I was on a motorbike.
1: <laughs> well, you drive a car, all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, if you had the money, you could go out and buy a Lamborghini after you yeah. pass your test. Or you could drive uh, a Jaguar or a Ford. Yeah, you could drive anything that is you're entitled to, it doesn't matter how, how it's designed or how much uh, concepts have gone into it, you can do whatever you want. And it's a, it's a, it's a form of transport. So when you're diving, you, you can be diving on a single tank, or two tanks, or a rebreather, or side mount. And that's the beauty about it. You don't have to be an open circuit, i.e. Um, single tank and regulator you don't have to be an open circuit diver you could be a rebreather diver you still learn aspects of, of, of open circuit diving for sure but yeah. if you've got absolutely no intention um of um of diving open circuit maybe you uh, you don't like the noise and bubbles or, or something like that um you could be on a rebreather where it's absolutely silent and uh yeah raid is the only agency that allows anybody to teach that so I could teach you from the word go on a single tank, or two tanks, yeah. a quintet, or side mount, which is two tanks or one tank, um, or a rebreather. Mm.
0: I wasn't aware of that. So do you find that the students who you do teach from the word go that they adopt the principles and the uh, getting their buoyancy straight away? Better than if they were converting from a single tank uh, BCD setup.
1: It, it, it makes no odds. I, I think um, RAID have always been about. It was originally called the Rebreather Association of International Divers. Yeah, it was started fundamentally, founded by um, Barry Coleman, who uh, who the rebreather diver who wanted to teach his wife to dive on a rebreather. That's brilliant. Man. And, yeah, and then and then Poseidon. Uh, Took that, uh, asked Barry basically, and said, "Can you make that into a course for us, so we can teach um, an open a a rebreather diver from um, open water level?" And we did, and that's where it all happened. Yeah. And and since then, Barry wrote a load of courses, and we're we're, there's 116 courses or something out there, and uh, they're they're all online. In fact, you can you can view them on um, on e-learning if you go and type in raid.com you can actually uh, go onto the e-learning site and download the, the pdf which is the whole training manuals right that's good if you want to do the course afterwards you can do it yeah uh, so it gives you an insight into into what you what you can do um but yeah you don't have to be this experienced diver to be diving a rebreather
2: that's interesting so is there kind of a transfer between obviously most people know of Paddy SSI so are the transfers between the different agencies
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're approved um, by all the governing bodies so everybody should should be able to take everything that we do and they do and you can cross over everything all the time yeah um, but fundamentally the, the the biggest thing about um, the RAID agency is that it is all about uh, balance and trim in the water so it makes everything really easy then as a diver you want that balance I wanted that balance and I didn't even know it I just I just saw that fish and I went "My, I just sit there like that fish yeah. um, <clears throat> I wanted to feel um, at ease I'm, I'm my my background stuff is like racing motorbikes um, CBR 600 some um, on the race, different racetracks around the country and um, jumping off boulders on my mountain bike and hopefully I didn't hurt myself but I didn't really care so that's my thing so in diving the water kind of subdues everything, it's not about going wreck diving going cave diving, it's about being in the water Yeah, just love being there and it's subdued it kind of tempers the fire in my veins that's wanting me to go Out and do something really daft, and instead, I can't. The water slows me down.
0: Have you got gills underneath that hair? Are you semi aquatic? Again, on in
1: the dry suit, Jim.
0: All
2: right,
1: yeah, you're doing good actually.
2: You're doing good.
1: Well done. I was just a bit tight round the neck,
2: that's all
1: right. <laughs> oh, the chest. <laughs> what t shirt we got on now? Let's yeah. have a look. Uh, this is one of the early ones I got,
0: a okay, caveman.
1: Exactly. good. I had the big beard that went with it as well.
0: And that's a fourth element one.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: brilliant.
1: I've got some old ones. I've got one of the old, original Jack Cousteau ones. Really? Mm. Fourth element Jack Cousteau. Jim and
0: Paul will be really pleased that you're wearing these old t-shirts. Like this. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'll
1: just checking. Sure. I don't want to disappear off too long. I, I, I should have got that one because that would have been really good. else to find it. It's so a
0: question for you about um the actual side mount itself. Now I loved when I was on the twin sets, um I really enjoyed the freedom. You know, you, you the straps are really loose and you kind of you know with a wing you're just hanging there in the water and, and you just don't have it's lovely you have not having that BCD or strap and you're feeling like this, you know. And it, there is a freedom, and that is really nice. Is that the same type of feeling on the side now, where you kind of almost like you've got nothing suspend suspended, you just loosen the water.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I often describe uh, diving as uh, it's about being kind of loose. It's about being the water. Um, Bruce Lee, had a, a he, he's a uh, philosopher, and he had this sort of idea that if you have a cup and you fill it full of water, be the water, not the cup. Because we're too much about, uh, as human beings, we, we, we like to mould everything. We like to make it work for us. <clears throat> we like to control it. We like to calculate it. We, we, we have to grab hold of it, and now we're in control. We're in the water. You can't do that. In the water, it's about being water. water. That, that's thats my philosophy about it. Um, <clears throat> and I to talk about it that way because you, people, you can see people tense up in the water. They're tensing their muscles, yes. their, their, their limbs, everything. They're so tense. They're trying to get this and they can't. Yeah. It doesn't matter how strong you are. It doesn't matter how... People you are to, to stand up and manipulate things. Don't matter what you do for a living. In the water, you've just got to be in the water.
0: But don't you think that's because they lose sight of why they're actually diving, and it's more about the kit and things like that rather than actually having the stuff to make it easier to get in the water and enjoy the diving? Because yeah. I look at some people when I've been uh, training and what have you, and. Gem and I, we've talked about this a few times, and you see them come out of the water and they've got all oh, this kit on and heavy tanks and, you know, and they're coming out and their faces are this colour. And you know, and I've said to them, you're, you're all you're right? Do you want help? And like, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. And you see them struggling and I think, really? You know, in diving's meant being, as you've said, enjoying it and loving it and just like, you know if if you can ever get away with getting away with mobile phones and things like that that is the beauty of diving you know, because you can just get in the water it's quiet you can Completely. see the fish
1: dead right you're dead right yeah. i switch off to the world
0: <laughs> yeah no, you do though don't you, you just drift you're know, like oh this is lovely
1: i even forget sometimes to keep an eye on the time i'm underwater <laughs>
0: It shouldn't be oh my god it's great heavy weight and i'm um, you know you got complicated and all that sort
1: of stuff. It's it, it's absolutely, you're absolutely true there. Um, one of the reasons why I called my company Simply Side and Simply Tech, was to simplify things. We do things mm-hmm. as technical divers to, to extend our bottom time, extend the things we want to do. And yeah, we just don't want to make it hard work for ourselves by adding things just because we can. Um, and, and one of the things that I've found over the four years of, of learning about myself in the water was to um was was that realization that nothing is the same underwater as it is on the surface so mm-hmm. as clever and engineering wise as, as i am it was not clever but just engineering wise and um, it was it was really all about seeing what it does in the water the, the number of times i have conversations with people and say you you need to change your fins they're too heavy no they're not really lightweight well they're not really they're a bit too heavy for you uh, whether you're in a wetsuit or a dry suit or whatever. Um, and you can see how the weight affects people in the water mm. it makes them do things they don't know they're doing
2: yeah,
1: yeah? if you've got a load if, if you put a load of uh, weight on your feet it kind of makes you s- tilt your head down and put air to your feet so that you can support air in your feet to support the weight yeah it's the same as if you if you held on to a great big weight in front of you, you would have to lift up more and allow air to support you, providing you weren't standing on the floor. But if you were kind of hovering, you'd have to lift yourself up to support it all just to be able to stay still. Yeah. Otherwise you'd go forward.
2: Yeah. It's amazing, the number of people, you know, obviously me, very new, that say, you know, about this calmness and not to panic. (laughs) You know, it's exactly what you say. It's just, yeah, to try and find this calmness.
1: (laughs) It's interesting you say that because um, uh, the easiest thing in the world is to tell somebody to be calm, chill out, stop worrying, be okay. But that's not the trigger in the water that helps them do that. The trigger in the water is... Like, oh my god, the sunlight. And oh my god, I've found that 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 balance just for one second. Right? Because it, it you can you can relate to that in the water then. If you don't mm. have it, if if you haven't got that sunlight coming through, it's like miserable, i it's ooh, I'm, I'm struggling and and you, you then default back to I'm gonna try and grab hold of this, and that's where they stiffen up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's interesting. <laughs>
0: You're right, Gemma. Do you want to take it off?
2: Oh, no. There'll be more hassle taking it off. (laughs) I just think do I take my head out first or my arms out first?
0: (laughs) You come up with this mad idea? (laughs) (laughs) What what, what have we got on now? Excellent.
1: Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's orange workwear. They have a bag the same colour. And I said to Jim Standing uh, years ago when they brought out the, the, the black bag, the big, big bag. And uh, I said to him, it'd be great if you could just have this different colour so we can see all the black stuff that's in it because the black bag and black stuff, you can't find anything. Yeah. <laughs> so they, um, yeah, they they brought out their orange bag. I was like, I was like, yes.
0: Yeah, they have some nice products. They have some good stuff we like them, so uh that's good just a question go back to um a side mount. so the fundamentals of that is that once you start using one tank you run that one down to halfway no no and then swap over
1: no 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 that no. there is a little bit of um of um gas management involved in it. And it does depend if you're wearing steel tanks or aluminium tanks. Right, um, Allies tend to make a little bit more of a difference when, when you t- start using the gas out of them. Um, so we tend to do things a little bit more frequently on, on aluminium tanks, but then you've got less restrictions like you're not wearing your dry suit, Gemma. And you, know, you can wear a nice um, a, a thinner wetsuit yeah. and you can then... Um, you you don't have that that bulkiness around. So you're much freer to do a lot of things and it's warmer water as well. But when you're in dry suit, although I have dived with aluminum tanks before in a dry suit because they do feel great. um, The steel tanks are probably just that better because you don't need to worry about trimming cylinders out whilst you're diving. So you can get on with the sort of cold water diving where you don't need to fiddle around at all. So it does make it a little bit easier, of all these. Yeah. Um, so even though aluminium tanks are nicer to dive with, they feel better. Uh, steel tanks are just that much more practical. So it outweighs those those benefits that aluminium tanks have. So I just basically keep alley tanks to warm water diving in a wetsuit and... Mm, yeah. and- is all dry-suit and steel tanks. Mm. Okay, cool. Okay, is, well, is, is, let's- We're not switching as as late as that. That's a little bit like, and especially half a tank, we wouldn't just use half a tank there. We okay. have a certain amount of gas called rural thirds that we can use. So we tend to use a third to go out to where we want to go, the destination, uh, a third to come back and a third in reserve. Yeah. So that way, we've got a copious amount of, room. especially if you're talking like, um, uh, uh, obviously from Cape diving point of view, overhead wrecks and stuff. But even for like a, a long swim out from a shore, where you know what, there could be boats overhead. You don't want to be surfacing in a place that's, uh, you know, potentially got boats flying around. So keeping yourself underwater and making sure you've got enough gas to come back home with
2: is, yeah.
1: is, is the best way. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know what you can always go for another dive or get two tanks yeah <laughs> you know?
0: but, but so those the, those principles yeah again you know they're they're still the same but i wasn't sure when you start running down the on one tank you know uh and you've got go one tank road or road. one tank that's getting empty
1: we uh, the, if you um if you go to e-learning and uh go onto the raid website e learning and if you want to have a look at the sidemount course that I wrote for RAID, you will see yes. and read for free the content about gas management and how it all works. So yes. from, for, for uh, aluminium cylinders and steel cylinders, you'll be able to read about how we manage it. It's not difficult at all, really, is yes. it? In fact, it, it comes to the point where you just, you just do it without even thinking the end um, but uh, that's that's what you can do
0: mm, okay well that's good because um i think uh, you know it was, it'd be, it's good to understand that and uh, we wasn't sure you know so uh, we thought well there's something we, we need to ask you know so for anyone who's listening as well
1: but so we let's just have a, an idea give somebody a ballpark uh, with something to play with um whether they do it exactly to that degrees it's probably never going to happen but yeah. it does give you an idea how to do things rather than like you say for example just breathe half the tank down I <gasps> come not <and> do that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then switch <clears throat> yeah always got to think of having enough gas for somebody else as well yeah
0: absolutely yeah you got to have that redundancy so let's talk about fourth element you are um a team team diver for fourth element how did that come about what what actually does that
1: mean um <clears throat> uh yeah um I, as i mentioned earlier one of my first undersuits was fourth element ones um so all, all the way back then and um always liked them and always liked their, their wetsuits as well and i tend to use a proteus uh and proteus one then proteus two the wetsuits um i'm just um just kind of happened. <laughs> 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 I had a chat with uh, Jim one day. I think I was and in the and- No, I was. I was. Um, I was. I was in Belgium, and uh, he, he 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 asked, and uh, and I, and I said, yeah, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd love to. I've I've, I've worked with uh, Jim before, um, years before that, uh, so we have got a, a good relationship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, how can you not like their stuff?
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I agreed and um said you know it seems <laughs> it's the right thing to do, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. do you um do, do you
2: use their dry suits?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm um, I've got one of their um two point zero argonauts.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um <clears throat> so I'm I'm diving that all the time. Um yeah, uh just I just keep it. I've got there. I've been testing some equipment as well. Um, But um, yeah, kind of just crack on and use it. I do have to say, though, um, I didn't used to use a J2, but I do now all the time because it's one of those pieces of equipment. It just makes a difference of how warm you feel in the water. Yeah. So, um, So I always wear that underneath everything as a base layer. So it doesn't affect my weighting at all one bit. But you think that line, you, you just feel totally different. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what it what it reminds you of, but um it definitely does. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> okay. I can probably imagine would understand this. <laughs> anyway, not gonna get that. It's so, <laughs> yeah. a good
2: selling point. There. <laughs> it's just
1: well, I mean, <clears throat> so um as a mechanic, um I actually found that, and it was like a say it's you certainly the colour an old wives tale but um basically if you wore a pair of tights under your jeans yeah. you were significantly warmer than you would be if you just wore your jeans. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well I
2: that, that's the end. I've I've had um ski instructors say that. Yeah
1: yeah yeah so um and the and and that's the J2, their excuse the J2 has a has like a a, a, a very very slight compression obviously depending on the size of uh, shape and, and the size of the uh the suit but the, the it has a, a certain amount of uh texture and compression it just feels bloody good and warm and it makes a difference between wearing it and not wearing it yeah you do know the difference does not
0: pull on your hairs on your legs
1: or anything like that nothing no not like no tanks yeah <laughs> <laughs> But I will, own my, I will own up and say, yes, I did wear tights.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't care.
0: I don't care. Special occasions on a Saturday night. Well, oh, you
1: know. yeah. just, just under my jeans at work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to look at mechanics in another light.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, I wouldn't say all mechanics do that. No, <laughs> but, uh, yeah.
0: What goes on in the
2: garage stays in the garage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, you're talking of cold declines, um, you're an honorary member of Arctic on the Edge, a contingent of the Royal Canadian Geographical Society. So, how did that come about?
1: Ah, uh, that was because, in fact, Jill uh gave me this after the, um, after, after the trip. Uh-huh. Basically, we went to Newfoundland. Um, uh, Diving with uh, Ocean Quest Adventures, and Rick took us out on a boat to look for icebergs. And part of what Jill was doing was um, logging data and, and documenting icebergs that are travelling down from Greenland. And uh, and that was part of what she was doing, and we were we were there on on the trip with her, so we, we kind of got. Augmented into it, and it was it was it was lovely. In fact, I was diving with four women, and uh, it was one of the nicest trips I've ever done.
2: Yeah,
1: It's it cool. So so chilled, so relaxed. Everyone had a laugh, and it was it was amazing. It really really was. And was, uh, we had uh, Jill on on a rebreather. We had another lady on the on a rebreather, Pam Pam Uton. And uh then we had uh, Renee Powers, she was on Sidemount. Uh and and you know, and I was on, on my stuff and it was it was easy. It was the easiest out. I mean, Rick's spot on, I mean, he just helped and made it all really worthwhile. Um, yeah. and he broke his back to train, to try and make sure that you enjoyed yourself so much. Um and you know, it was um, the Arctic on the edge that was like I was I was really proud and privileged to to, uh, be acknowledged for it was we didn't really do an awful lot to be honest um but um part and parcel of of, of, um helping Jill out yeah being there on the boat with her and it was lovely. lovely she's a she's an adorable lady yeah and an awesome diver
2: yeah yeah so have you dived much in cold like extreme cold waters or was that the only time
1: uh no I've um I generally tend to <laughs> dive in cold water, and um, you don't have to go very far to find cold water. In about two weeks' time, three weeks' time, it will be two degrees in the one degree, two degrees in the water. Um, mm. Currently, it's about um, uh, two degrees at, at any depth. Whether you go to Coniston or um, it, it, even Wasport, it be quite uh, about three, four, maybe at was. Constants probably a couple of degrees, and I used to teach ice diving up in Scotland. When you get to some of the towns uh, and they're frozen over, so that's great. Um, but Newfoundland, um, yeah, one of awesome destinations because you can, you can, you can dive uh, the wrecks there. You can see uh, icebergs. You can also see humpback whales and orca migrating through, and um, and obviously the wrecks.
2: Yeah. Wow, sounds an amazing place. How do you
0: deal with the cold, though, you know, on your head? Because uh, I found that the hardest thing. I, I, the, the coldest I've dived is about three degrees, and uh, that was January in, in uh, Peterborough. And that was so cold. It felt like an axe to my head. <laughs> and it was uh, frosty outside. Yeah. And, um, and I found that the hardest bit to deal with is so the... You know, how do you feel getting over that?
1: Um, I think um, as you tend to lose a lot of heat from your head, one of the first things you do is you need to make sure that your hood fits you very well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And it's not just about sticking any hood on and and making it as thick as possible. Um, A comfortable, good-fitting hood, um, it it needs to have a good aperture around the face. Uh, When it starts to invade into the space where a mask should be, then it starts making you feel a bit too claustrophobic. So you need to trim yes. the hood out to suit your head. Um, I've said this on many occasions and podcasts as well, um, that having that hood, uh, it's really important to make sure it does fit you properly and fits you so that you can put your mask on and not have problems. So there's, there's, there's some nice things you can do. Um, so uh, the hood being a good fit, um, again, when you're going out and and... and you dress for the occasion, so you're not going to go outside in a pair of shorts when it's yeah. snowing, although maybe you might want to, I don't know, um, but you go diving in the right underwear. So make sure you've got sufficient um, layers to keep you warm. Yeah, get the diving. Because yeah. it is duration-dependent as well. Um, I can still manage to do about two hours in my uh, undergarments and obviously your hands are the first things that are going to uh, lose the heat as well. So yeah, sure you, make sure you've got some really good warm undergloves.
2: because
1: it's more important about the, th- the thickness of material between your skin and the outer material of the, the suit where the water is um, and making sure it's packed enough so it keeps the, a layer of warmth in there. Mm. Yeah. yeah,
2: got all this to experience cold, well, much colder water.
0: Because You can get heated gloves, can't you? You can, right? What have we got on now?
1: Um, like dive, not war.
0: Yeah, good one. So, uh, so nod to um, Yoko No, and uh, what's John Lennon? John Lennon, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: Sorry, what were you saying? Um,
0: yeah, so um, we were at St. Ab's and uh, one of the divers had heated gloves on. Yeah. And uh, really thin gloves, but they're heated underneath yeah. these dry suit gloves.
1: Yeah, yeah. If, if, if Yeah, definitely they, they would work. Um, there's, there's also things to consider is that your wrist seal isn't too tight on your wrist, so that otherwise you're cutting off the circulation, which then... Yeah. Is, good you won't get much circulation anyway to your hands in the cold um because it's trying to keep your body's trying to keep your core warm Mm. so it's the first things that will suffer are your extremities
0: yeah yeah i've always felt quite warm but i just remember the the worst bit was the actual freezing cold water on my head and i was like
1: yeah 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 i don't get it anymore No. no I haven't had ice cream head. I don't get it anymore. I did used to. I did used to, uh, and I probably put that down to bad fitting boots, to be honest. Be. Something that makes see what you think is going to feel good on the surface is not necessarily what's going to do the job <laughs> <Yeah>. of keeping <laughs> the water. Yeah. No. Too. Yeah. That's guess what? It's too easy for us to always go with the comfortableness of what makes things work on the surface.
2: Yeah. Well, I suppose it's a bit like a dry seal. It's just like strangling me, but in the water you don't notice. Do you? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you can trim your your neck seal.
2: Yeah, this is actually. We have to stretch it on a tank. Yeah, because it's so tiny. So, but it did work. It?
1: Have you got a latex neck seal? Yes. It, I can't see from here. So, is, is, is it a latex neck seal or a neoprene or,
2: I think it's neoprene. Neoprene.
1: neoprene. Yeah. Oh, neoprene. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah they don't prim will always uh, crush a little bit, so you, you it will give when you go diving. Yeah, it's definitely got
2: better with a bit of
1: wear.
0: Yeah, 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 it will, it will. And that's what it needs, it needs a bit more wear, it needs some more diving. Know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. This year, this year, get some more diving in, that's the plan. Yes. Once we're allowed. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Actually, let's talk about that because so we're currently in the uh, in another national lockdown. So do you have any advice for divers while they're not in the water, uh, such as fitness, um, keeping going, you know, maybe looking after checking their kit or anything like that?
1: Yeah, I think you should take uh, the advantage of of the fact that you've got more time now um, if you have more time. Go and check your kit. Um, Get it serviced while you can. And I think it was very noticeable for me uh, because when I, on the first lockdown, when we came back, I got in the water and I went to put my side mount kit on, any kit. It wouldn't have mattered what it was. But I have a a system, a format of, of how I kit up went
0: (laughs) yeah but don't you think that is a bit strange I think as a lot of us if we're honest suffer with that is that when you haven't died for a while you know you get out of that I call it my die because you're out of the your usual zone that you know you do
1: this and you do that and you're setting up you're absolutely right Ian Uh, I think that the the biggest issue is, is being honest with yourself. Yeah. Um, if you are honest with yourself, and, uh, as I was before, um, I, I i don't know how many times I, I put a, a BCD harness on, whatever you want to call it, but um, yeah, it all disappeared. All disappeared. Yeah. I had to stop and think about what I was doing because <clears throat> I just thought, this is, this is not the way I normally do it. And the reason why I do something a certain way is because it, it, it it ties in very nicely. It has a knock-on effect to the next thing that I need to do. I need to make sure that I hide, don't forget something. So mm. I do things a certain way. It's just a just a format. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, that's obviously yeah. You've got to get into a routine, but routines it's pop when you're not doing them all the time, don't they?
1: But you know, you could. I, I know it seems daft, but um, if you if you wanted to just keep up the skill level of doing something not actually have to be in the water for it you can just you can sit there you don't you really have to put a tank on you can put a regulator in your mouth or just have it sitting on your neck wherever it is um and, and just make sure that the um the, the first stage because it's heavy make sure it's tied up somewhere where it would be on your kit is if yeah. you have a tank on it and you could you can just sit there and you can practice stuff and just do gas switches and yeah, whatever you want to do to be honest anything that, that involves any motor skills in the water you can do that yeah Just yeah. that that. kitting up how yeah. do you want to kit up as opposed to so you're about to jump off a boat or off a jetty you can kit up a certain way to make sure that you you know you just didn't forget that you took this in here and not over there and you put this on here and it clipped there and it stayed there and, mm-hmm. and then when you did this side it didn't because when you start doing things mixed mass, then it, it, yeah. you know, it's a bit of an issue then. And that's where you, you get stressed. And yeah. going back to the diving part that we were talking about before, it's about not being stressed. And this is one of the reasons why I kit up a certain way, because it flows very nicely from one thing to another. Anybody who's done a course with me inside now, for example, will understand and they know that you do things a certain way because it flows. Rather than having to think, oh, all right, do this one, do that one, do that one. Yeah, yeah of course, we do full uh, head to toe um, in a specific way uh, gear checks before we go cave diving. Just you drill that into yourself, you, you just can't forget how to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. tiny shoelace.
2: Yeah. So, can people with RAID UK can they do like qualifications while they're not diving? Can they? As the online stuff that's obviously not in the water.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just go and have a look on the e-learning site. You know? Yeah, that's good. Yeah,
2: that's good. That is. Yeah, and what's your view on fitness for diving?
1: Well, yes, obviously. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be an athlete, <clears throat> but um, certainly keep on top of of, um, of of your mental and physical stamina. Mm. Um, you 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 should do something. I mean, I should do more. To be fair, uh, and I'm conscious of it, so it is something I do need to do, and uh, and I, I have things in place to to help me to do that. Yeah, so, but we don't have um, we don't we can't go to gyms or anything like that. But you can do things. I've I've got a mountain bike. I've just got on the on the road, so I can uh, on the road, or half poop or fields or cross country or something so yeah just just keeping up with stamina to do things Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll sit back and hope it's all going to be there we, we see the same sort of thing happening um in, in motorbikes as well from people that stop riding motorbikes or stop diving in the colder months and then as soon as it gets to the warmer months again um forget how to do things so you know and the, and the stamina to do things because they're not used to doing it anymore yeah and it's yeah. what we've just been talking about being in lockdown <laughs> we didn't even have four months of it we uh had from on, a, on an initial um side of it we didn't have four months of lockdown we still could go out and, and dive, but the difference is that when you've got winter four months of cold water in winter yeah i don't think that that's any different but it well, people think it's different, but it isn't any different. Mm. So, yeah, all <clears throat> mm. about getting keeping up stamina for doing something.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, have you got sort of plans for this year, or are you just waiting to see where we go? <laughs> uh
1: yeah. Well, uh, plans. Um, yeah. Um. I hate talking about plants because if if you do, it might not come it to happens. me. <laughs> I'll put the kibosh on it and that's yeah. it. Um, but um, no, I've got uh, I have had trips planned last year that pretty much all got cancelled, all of them really got cancelled. Um so those are things like uh, Greece, um United Emirates, Mexico, Indonesia, um, Spain, um, Newfoundland, Iceland. And, and that's just on top of the ones I usually go to. So, who knows? Who knows? Um, that's um, that's one for the fingers to be crossed. I'm afraid. Yeah. So, hope we can get things. Um...
0: So, are any of them places on your bucket list? Are they or they regular places that you've dived? Or
1: uh, these are uh, places I've dived uh, and places i teach in as well. Um, yeah. Do United Emirates. Um, uh, to, to, to visit and teach uh, last year in February just before lockdown came, came back just before lockdown and uh, it was a fantastic time and I'm going back there we've got some projects lined up um, bucket list uh, Newfoundland uh, I didn't realise it was like if you, if you consider Newfoundland with Canada which it isn't but let's say it's on that side uh, it was it was one of those places I kind of thought, yeah, I'll get to. And the thing is that once I got there, <laughs> I've been going back every year since. <laughs> um the same happened with Mexico. Oh my god, we went there 10 years ago and that's it. We <laughs> stopped going back every year. Sometimes twice a year. Um and I did the same with um Thailand. Yeah. So I ended up going back there every year after that. Um Iceland as as well is a good one, but I think one of the biggest bucket list for me um, in terms of the environment and seeing something you just would not see anywhere else is Antarctica yeah mm.
2: wow.
1: uh, above and below water to be honest uh, mm. and I, I yeah I, I just want to see um, a leopard too
0: <laughs> got the to awesome place isn't it
1: yeah yeah um, yeah you know, I, I love going to the farms and um, being with the seals there, but um, the leopard seal is a bit more of a, a scary one. Um, also, South Africa, because on, in terms of scariness, um, it's not often I've had the chance to be in the water with sharks. Mm. And a, a great white is seriously one of the most intimidating uh, animals, I think, on the not one of the most, they're not the most. I think if he got the, a leopard seal on a bad day, he'd be very intimidating. As well. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, orca as well, you know. I've, I've never seen an orca. Um, I saw the back end of a. Well, no, not just the back end actually. I got I got tapped you know, the back end of a of a humpback tail fin. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was I was not paying attention, uh, videoing underwater whilst hanging off. The side of a boat and I'm so absorbed by what it was doing it didn't actually occur to me that when that tail comes up and it just comes up out of the water oh. I'm gonna get a bit of a knot and it did it was it was amazing I think everybody was a bit jealous at the time but it was it was fun um but obviously uh and, and that was in Iceland that was in one of the fjords in Iceland yeah. and um uh, yeah it was just after diving the um a uh, big of the geothermal chimney.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. it's the only diveable geothermal chimney in the world.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow, gotta do it. it's amazing. I've got some videos on YouTube for it.
0: That's an amazing looking country of the water.
1: Video of um, of mm, the tail fin slap is on that video. Really, <laughs> I was I was videoing with my cat, my GoPro at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. That's going to be a bit weird.
0: I've never seen anything like that. But I can imagine you kind of see and you think, wow, that's a whale," And you just freeze <laughs> and then you don't realise how close you are. I can just imagine how that must be. It's
1: going to be awesome to see. Hold that thought.
0: Right. How are you doing, Jim?
2: All right.
1: You
0: doing good, really?
2: Yeah, I'll be all right till the
0: end. I've got to admit, I thought your face would start being going a bit more redder than what
2: it well, is. Maybe it's the light. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a white light on.
1: Well, whatever it is, it's doing good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've
2: got the window open, so I'm not overheating. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> what are we saying?
2: About whales.
0: Yeah, that's got to be, just got to be an amazing sight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, we we saw um, there were twenty plus humpback whales in the fjord when we came up, and they were just around us and uh, not even bothered because obviously a skipper of the boat was just keeping the sort of distance. But we couldn't help it. Um, they, they there were so many around, uh, and one of the things actually I remember I was I was videoing no I was taking a picture of a whale shark. Uh, it was in Mexico at the time, and there was like nearly a hundred around us uh It was like whale shark soup <laughs> <laughs> and um not not to the point where you, you know you couldn 't particularly see one and another one at the same time, but it mm-hmm. very very you you might you might see two passing and in fact, there were three at one point passing, but this was incredible um mm-hmm. But on one particular moment, I was sitting, sitting in the water with my camera, uh, no flashes or anything like that on it, and just just the camera body and the, and, the, and the camera in it. And I'm waiting for another shark to come past me. And it, we'd been in the water three hours or something at this point. And I'm drifting back with the current. And I just turn around. And as I turn, there's a whale shark sitting vertical in the water like this. Wow. And it was just bobbing up and down as it was just opening its mouth and taking the nutrients in. And as it was doing that, I was just, oh, that's beautiful. Oh, my God. And I'm drifting closer and closer. It. I think, wait, wait, I'm coming up. Oh, my God, I don't even want to move because I start doing that. I'm going to freak it out. So I didn't want to do anything. And, and I thought, oh, my God, I haven't even taken a cat picture yet. <laughs> So I was just hoping that I could kind of just kick with my feet a little bit and just take a picture as I went around the outside of it. Oh, it was that's beautiful. close, eh? It was beautiful.
2: Yeah, yeah. it must be amazing. Yeah.
1: But that is just talking about whales, but it wasn't whales, really whale to whale shot. But yeah, I'd love to get in the water in South Africa and seal a great white. I don't want to be in a cage. I'm not mm. that's that's not what it's about. Um that's that's definitely i Fine food, no, no. Yes. Um, I want to. I've, I've seen free divers with great whites. Um, I've seen divers with great whites, and look. I although I have seen sharks. Um, I was in a, a, The south of England. Uh, da, 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 my block. And in deep. Uh, gone on a boat with them to do a shark dive. Now, they, they're, they're only little sharks, but you know, they're still they're sharks. Sharp. They're still sharks. So, still sharks, yeah. <clears throat> um, just just blue sharks. And uh, getting in the water was like the scariest thing, you know, to mm-hmm. jump in the water. It's alright, different if you're in the water anyway, and sharks coming around you they're, they're curious and kind of oh, oh. but I hadn't at that point seen an oceanic or reef shark black or white <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, I had seen obviously nurse sharks and leopard sharks they're not kind of like the same grouping as uh, an oceanic yeah, or a great white or even blue sharks for that matter but jumping in I, I was the first one I had to do it I just had to I just one of those things is, it's like jumping off something and go I'll find out going. what it was like afterwards <laughs> 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 but uh yeah but yeah, clearly just understanding uh their habitat and their nature and uh and, and just stopping and just kind of absorbing the moment yeah doing um, all that. so, that's
2: amazing so obviously when we come out of lockdown, probably overseas travel is going to be not the main focus for people because it's going to be quite difficult. So have you got any favourite places in the UK where you've You mentioned the Barn Islands.
1: Yeah, well, I'm kind of fortunate that um, a few years ago, four years ago now, uh, I bought a van and I decided I was going to turn it into a camper van. It's like always a dream to sort of do that, or at least just to make things a little more, bit more practical for me
2: yeah
1: and about in the sort of sticks um and uh oh my god it's become obviously I've had so many calls from people saying hey what van have you got what in fact one this morning (laughs) (coughs) in Australia how did you do that um send us some pictures of what you've done because it was really neat the way you've you've got it set up and um yeah yeah it's, it's great um it means I can travel anywhere in the uk
2: yeah.
1: yeah and and it's not that you know i want to avoid um bbs it's the fact that uh just a, a, i just can't sleep in some BNBs, and so i spent um more time getting the uh the, the bed in my van better so that i can sleep in there comfortably and not wake up with a stiff back yes. so yeah uh, good um where do i want to go scapa scotland North, north Coast, uh, sorry, north, East or West Coast. Uh, I went to the Isle of Skye last year. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was, that was a beautiful place, beautiful. Mm-hmm. But coastlines all around Scotland, uh, the Northeast, so fancy some of the wrecks over there. Um, then the South Coast, well, was just plenty to do down there.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And, um, and then obviously... Uh, north side of Cornwall but also places like Pembrokeshire
2: mm. uh,
1: where you've got the nature reserve
2: yeah yeah
1: we'll yeah, so yeah
2: yeah,
1: yeah. We'll yeah. just to get out and do it yeah.
2: yeah well hopefully yeah once we're all allowed out that would be the option it? just to get, get us. around the UK you have road trips and things as well yeah so is that
1: <laughs> More <wreck. laughs> so um yeah
2: yeah so if you could take three people diving snorkeling or pop them in a submarine just so that they could see the underwater world or experience the calmness who would you take they don't need to be alive they can be past present
1: It'd be a bit hard to take with food uh, not alive
2: well <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: But um, I'd love to take my two nieces. I've got four nieces, but um, yeah, I'd take any one of them uh, in the water with me because they're like, um, well, ages. Oh, God. Um, They're all teens. (laughs) 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 So many to remember. Um, The eldest is 60. She just had her 16th birthday. The youngest is 10. Um, But yeah, they, they, Love it! My my sisters, um, nieces are just you know they're just a bundle of fun. Always like going skiing and climbing up, up sailing off mountains, and you know just just loving the outdoor life. Yeah. They love swimming. They love being in the water, and they can't wait to get uh, diving. Um, well, I tell you what, my dad. I'd like take my dad in a submersible. Yeah. I don't think he's ever had the opportunity to, to experience what I have, and he, and he loves seeing what I do and um, and the kind of stuff that, that I get involved in, and and he'll often read some documentary on caves in in uh, Florida or Bahamas, or and and say, oh yeah, you want to come and have a look at this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, us uh, with a couple of my pals over there, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. And um, if you could have a billboard, where and you could put a message or a photo or a picture, anything you like, and you'd like to get a message out to the world, what would you put on that billboard and why?
1: I'd probably have to um, find us. I take a picture of something. Uh, kind of tend to be quite sentimental about. Pictures and the images I take. Sometimes I'm not, but you know, sometimes I'll, I'll write about them. And if I could write something, um, be kind, be kind to the world, be kind mm-hmm. to each other.
2: I like that. Yeah.
1: It's our planet. Yeah. It? It's our
2: Yeah. In terms of like the environment, have you noticed a difference through your diving from? early days to kind of these days in terms of environment
1: change or? uh, Yeah, wrecks depreciate. They, they just yeah. keep getting worse. Um, how, how I've seen things. Um, I think of recent years as I've been more aware of things. I don't think it's just happened in the time I've been diving. It's been happening a lot longer. So the short amount of time that i've been diving it's not changed as much um i haven't been out to um, like for example the north pole and surrounding areas there to notice and witness uh, i know iceland is is suffering with their, with their um, glaciers
2: um, yes yeah
1: they are regressing Um and in fact one of them is apparently um, Class is just not there anymore because it's so small. It's not worth classing it as a glacier. Mm-hmm. Um, pollution is just obviously one of those things that is just getting worse and worse, and we're yeah. not doing enough about it, and we're not even aware of it. And um, yeah, it, I think you know since plastic has has become readily available, it's found its it's found its um, position in in life because it's made our lives easier, like we didn't have them easy in, in the first place, but it's taken a whole new level and now it's disregarded as much because it is so readily available.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we just don't care enough. And we're just littering now the oceans. And that's where it's going in the end because you
2: know yeah.
1: it's an easy place to, to send it.
2: Yeah, it's kind of
0: out of sight, isn't it? We've found in the you know recently we've been collecting plastic waste from our beaches, and it amazes me because I think, well, how uh, how does a raw plug, a box standard raw plug that you buy from um, b and Q, whatever, how does that work? How does that end end up in the sea and on the beach?
1: Yeah,
0: I don't get that. How, how does a bath tile um, square spacer? How does that end up on the beach? <laughs> I don't get how it's done. That
1: yeah, could yeah. uh, be numerous uh, sources from that could have happened on a on a on a boat and discarded over the side of the boat. Mm. Uh, it could have happened because it's been washed up from somebody else's shore uh, and landed on yours.
0: Yeah, but there's a whole journey that's happened, isn't there? Yeah. And um, it just shows you how, where even, you know, we put things in our recycling bin, that kind of starts the process in lots of ways.
1: Yeah, the the point is not to actually um, think of how to, how to solve the problem. It's not create the problem in the first place.
0: Yeah. That's really
1: what we need to do. Um, Fourth element had um, a motion for mission 2020. Yeah. to um, keep the, uh, your workplace uh, single-use plastic free and uh, yeah that's I did that um, I contributed to that and I still do and it's it then makes you kind of realise the implications of, of everything that we do because I come home because not just my workplace that I keep all that sort of stuff up and you know, I complain when when it does arrive, and um, and and then get the guys. You know, try to educate people what we can do, and go back to basically, well, don't use a bottle, use glass. In fact, yeah. it's reusable glass. We just clean it. You know, we don't need a bottle anymore. But I come home, and then they find that you go to the supermarket, and that's where it all starts again. Yeah. Yeah. You go to the supermarket, and oh my god, I just had, I did a post the other day about avocados. You know, they're so green, and yes, I'm, I'm sure you can pick up on anything in the world and find an argument to to say whether it's sustainable or not. Um, but they, they, some of the avocados come individually wrapped, and you just pick one up and you put it in your basket. Some of them are in plastic. I know. What if is I, that about? I even saw, I even saw a banana wrapped in plastic.
2: It's not
0: I did not get it. Why? Why I don't know. cucumbers I know. another one? Yeah, cucumbers, you know, and what? it says organic and it's wrapped in plastic. It's like, uh, no, I don't think it is. You've just basically gone against your rule,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that's where it needs to start. It is yeah, uh, the problem is, you know, we're, we're, we're human, we think you know, we still need to buy a cucumber, so therefore, um, and and our our demand is creating the, um, the the manufacturers to make it for us. Yeah. Yeah. we need to demand something else, or or you can't boycott it, but you can clearly get them from somewhere else where they don't put things in plastic. Uh, and and I think it's made me look at everything that I'm buying. You know, even from a Coca Cola bottle that's so easily readily available, I actually buy um, cans now. But then, hang on a minute, then you get some companies, um, uh, shops that sell the cans in plastic.
2: Yeah, plastic on the trays, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
2: But we can only, you know, do our bit. This just helps towards a bigger cause, doesn't it? So, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, well, great answers. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
1: I think that's, that's one message I'd, I'd like to sort of send across is that just think before we do mm. Mm. You know, we're all guilty of it, and I've had my eyes opened over the years as well uh, and i I care about the oceans i i I'm, I'm an ambassador for so many different companies, but i'm I'm an ambassador for the ocean as well, yeah I, I've learned to avoid the things that I've done in the past and uh, and you know I'm, I'm not proud of them but I'm I'm trying to do my best to, to be better for the environment and for myself as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and that's exactly right. As divers, we are in the water and we're the eyes under the water. So yeah, it's...
1: we're the only people that can actually see what really goes on.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. and only through um through images that we can we can portray to to other people who aren't divers. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: I don't want to be classed as some sad person that only wants to go on about the environment all the time <laughs> um, because then people switch off to you yeah um, so it's trying to illustrate it in a way that is um, it's it, it's acceptable for people because they they do like it um, i I put a po- a post up about uh, environmental awareness and you know you get a few posts uh, you get a few a few people looking at it. Um, or interacting with it but if i put a similar post up using environment as a um as an object as an objective but in a in the form of an image then suddenly it's it's different Mm. i think we do need to help and do and and be aware of how we can make things better yeah Yeah,
0: definitely yeah so for the non-divers and the people who uh, never heard of you before um where and the people who are now hearing about you where are they best to go to to follow you and uh, learn more about what you do and side mount diving
1: let's see if i can't get two in at the same time
2: guardian well that's <laughs>
1: We got something we did We've forgotten all about it. <laughs> no, that's great. So
2: yeah, very apt.
1: Thank you. Um, well, thank Fourth Element for it. To be honest, um, yeah. Uh, where can they find me? Um, SimplySideMount dot and um, on Facebook as uh, SimplySideMount uh, with Gary Dallas, uh, Instagram Gary Dallas, yeah. and uh, Twitter as well. Yeah. yeah, the old Twitter, Twitter, the old Twitter. Yeah.
2: Ian's yeah. The on a fan of Twitter. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> learning about it. <clears throat> learning. Yeah, he's um, yeah. On the Instagram. <laughs> so it's
1: just. It would be uh, awesome if uh, if if people would look at uh, mission2020.org as well uh, yeah. on, the, on the fourth element site. They can they can help do their little bit, yes. um, not just at home, but uh, sorry, not just at work, but at home as well and um world oceans day
2: yeah
1: so yeah that's fair. I, I, I like to. they do an awful lot of work
2: great yeah
1: that's good thank you
0: very much
2: yeah and we'll put all those links in the podcast notes so people then can click on them and refer to them as well so there we go hey, hey that's good that yeah. looks like a real biker kind of t-shirt hey. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
0: So,
1: um, That's been
0: brilliant, thank you very much.
1: No worries. Uh, yeah, uh, I think the other thing that you were talking about was, I wasn't it. Um, I do actually do something called Ask Gary, which is about um, learning how to improve uh, your diving skills, whether it be something that you're not sure about or want to recap about or um, anything to do with side mount or its constituents whether it be technical diving, cave diving, inside mount or so So I have this thing called Ask Gary Okay. because so, people <laughs> don't just ask me how to do everything <laughs> so um,
2: Is that through Facebook or is it just through emailing you on your website? Uh,
1: yeah so I tend to do uh, however anybody wants to get in touch so um, I just organise uh, a Zoom meeting or um, Facebook Call or something like that, um, where we can interact and, and um, actually get paid for it a little bit as well. But uh, it helps tide the uh, tide boredom off. And, and yeah, like yeah cool. it's all she's where it is kit fiddling and things yeah. Like. Yeah. Trying to plug what what we can all do that little bit more to uh, help um, divers diving and, yeah. um, and just at the same time help the environment.
2: Yeah.
1: What yeah. can we do? Can yeah. Please plug World Ocean Day and and um, Mission 2020 and any of the other resources there. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank then. you very much for having me. And, yeah, no, it's uh, really it's lovely nice. to meet you. And it, and, and likewise, yes. Yeah.
0: Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming on. And
2: thank you for doing all the t-shirty things as well.
0: That yeah, really that's really cool. No one's done that before, so that's brilliant. Oh
2: yeah,
1: it's all about being original. Yeah.
2: yeah that's
1: <laughs> <laughs> And well done for you sticking on with that um training. Yeah, well, get
2: it on well. now. <laughs>
1: Four now. So you've had an hour and a half. Well done, you brilliant. And you, you've got a nice hot sweater on as well, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I thought I'd, I saw what I've got, so uh, I thought I'd put it on, join the club.
1: Yeah, no, 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 cool. I'll tell you what, those X are really warm though. They
2: are,
1: yeah, yeah. I if I'm not feeling well. And I feel a bit chilly. Put that on. Yeah, yeah,
0: they are nice.
2: Yeah, I've got my ExoFerm top on under this as well. Right,
1: <laughs> 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 Might need a bit of a wash afterwards there, Gemma.
2: <laughs> window wide open. Who's <laughs> put a base layer on? I'm just going to go and stand in the rain in a minute. I'd
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, get that's the neighbours talking. What's she doing?
2: Mad Gemma, what's she doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right then, well, thank you very much for your time, and yeah, yeah. you and yeah, we'll, we'll obviously keep in touch and uh, let you know when it's coming out. All right, well, all right, thank See
1: you very much.
0: Thank you very much. Okay, okay.
2: okay. thank
0: you. Bye. Bye. So, welcome back, patrons. Thanks very much. I uh, hope you enjoyed that as much as what we did. Yeah. Je-
2: yeah, it's good fun, it's entertaining, and yeah, he's just a really lovely guy, so makes you, want, makes you want to try diving, makes you want to try side mount diving.
0: Yeah, and you can see the passion, uh, you know, when you talk to him about diving, and he really, you know, uh, is enthusiastic, and he loves it, and he, you know, you can see the glint in his eyes, like, yeah, I want to go diving!
2: Lives and breathes it, he?
0: yeah. He does, he is, and uh, i did i did i did wonder whether he's got gills because he's you he can just fit in it it's just like yeah i want to go get under water and have fun yeah so
2: no but very inspirational yeah it's great to have that kind of yeah feeling about it, it
0: certainly is. and uh, so i want to say thank you very much to gary uh for joining us on, on and giving giving us his time
2: yes yeah absolutely
0: so uh, we hope that you enjoyed that
2: okay that's great
0: Right, brilliant. Okay, well thank you very much everybody and we'll look forward to episode sixty-two, Jen.
2: All exciting stuff. Well
0: it certainly is. So that's it for me and we'll speak to you soon. yep
2: bye everyone and thanks for downloading.
0: Thank you.